When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, Charmers. Welcome back to another episode of The Charming Libra. I am your host, Tasha. Happy Tuesday, you guys. Happy Mars Day. Hope you guys are taking a line action, as well as checking some things off your list that you have had that you need to get done. (laughs) All right. With that said, you guys, happy Taurus season. Oh my goodness, we are literally in the second part wheel of the Zodiac. I don't know how that came out weird. We are officially in the bull season. Feminine Earth, you guys. But before I get into that, I'm just going to do like a little life update. So for me, you guys, I had a wonderful weekend. It was Two of my friends, my beautiful Torian friends' birthdays, so I spent the whole weekend celebrating, um, as well as we doing, um, as well as doing paintballing, which was amazing. I even have a badge of honor to show on my ribs that I got hit, as well as my leg and my ring finger is swollen, so I can't even wear my wedding rings <laughs> until it goes down because I got hit in my hand. But it was so much fun, and I would, of course, do it all day every day okay not every day but I do it again it was lots of fun so we did that we went out to a nice dinner that had amazing food that my body just loves like literally this place uses grass-fed beef it's a steakhouse oh you guys I'm not even a huge meat lover like especially steaks I have to be in the mood for it but this place It is so immaculate. All their food is like clean and organic and uh, just delicious. It's exactly what you're supposed to be eating. Like when I eat there, I never feel sick. I feel amazing in my body. Just everything, my body handles it perfectly. So that's what happened with that. And, you know, Taurus season is another busy season for me. It's just like... um, when it comes to like birthdays and stuff, it's like Pisces season, um, Aries season, Taurus season, uh, let's see, Leo season. Um, Libra and Scorpio, big time Scorpio season is huge. Um, and Capricorn season. Yeah. 
those are like the seasons that have like a shit ton of birthdays for. Um, yeah. And even uh, Gemini season too, though. Gemini, um, some cancer. I don't have a lot of cancer friends. I have like, I think I want to say like one, I think. One that I can think of. I'm trying to think. Yeah. It's like one or two. I cannot remember, but I think I know one is a, like a close friend, but. Excuse me, I'm drinking tea. Uh, but other than that, yeah, that's like probably the season that I don't have that, like, yeah, <laughs> like we literally like one friend, but anyway, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's perfect. But anyways, um, I do have like cancer moons or cancer rising friends, but not like, I, ha- I literally have, I think like one cancer sun. The rest of them are like risings and moons. So, um, but anyways, um, yeah, so it's just been doing that, planning for that. And then also you guys, I just been, you guys know I've been having issues with my mental health and I try, and I know you guys are probably like, bitch, you say this every day, but I'm just letting you guys know, like. You know, so if anyone else is having issues, I hope you're doing the same where you're just working with your doctors as well as trying to take care of yourself the best that you can. Because for me, whenever I'm in this mode, I start to really fall off of taking care of myself, which is terrible because that's when I need to take care of myself the most. But it's just my emotions. You guys know it rules my decisions, my impulsivity, everything. My It just... Yeah. So it's like when I'm feeling low, I just want things that make me feel happy or comfortable. And, you know, that (laughs) sometimes I have to make myself in a way feel more uncomfortable, which is doing the damn thing, getting myself moving and all that stuff. But um, I am, you know, working. So that's been helpful. But um Like, all I can say is, like, when, when I, you know, when the seasons changed, I always make sure to do kind of like a recap of, you know, what I did in a season and how I felt about it, right? So you guys know I live by the seasons, you know, Um, I live by the astrological season as well as the actual, like, weather seasons, you know, like fall, winter, spring, you know, in spring, this is all about healing, renewal, growth, you know, all that good stuff. Right. And so, um, I just, where was I going with this? So, oh yeah. Okay. So airy season, you guys, airy season, I was like, and I was, I did great during it because I'm going to get to that point. I don't want to jump ahead, but, um, it didn't look like how I wanted it to, how I expected it to. So, you guys know that I jumped in there like, oh, I'm doing the 75 hard, da, 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 da. then my body was just like, no, it's like, no, I, I could not do it. I, I, I just couldn't do it. And it, it just, I kept having panic attacks and anxious and 
you know, all of that kind of stuff that anytime I would try to push myself, my body would just immediately just react like that because it's like, no, you know, we're not, we're not ready for all that just yet. You know, you, you've got so much going on. There's other things you need to focus on. You know, I just had this thing of like, you know, airy season's all about like really moving and getting it going. And I even tried to do the 75 soft and it just, it's still to the same thing. And so I had decided, and I think I announced up here that I just had to quit. I had to quit because my body is just not in that challenging season right now. Right now, my body is just in, I feel like my body is just in restore, reserve, restore, receive, heal, like just slow, right? And that's hard for me to do. It's always been a struggle for me just to be slow because it makes me feel like I'm not getting things done. It makes me feel like I'm lazy and it makes me feel like, I'm not going to achieve any goals that way, but I decided to just really surrender to my body. You know, I, I just literally was just like, you know what, if this is what my body needs, what, what happened last time when I, when I didn't listen to it and it constantly gave me signals that it, it, it's, it's an overload. I ended up in the hospital. I don't want to do that. I've had a streak where the last time I've been in the hospital was 2021. And that was like during Christmas. I almost was stuck in the hospital for Christmas. I think I got out the 23rd. I was literally, and that was if my body responded the way the doctors wanted it to. And I made sure just to eat very healthy, take care of myself, get plenty of rest so that I could get out to be with my family and friends. You know, like my family and friends, that's all I wanted. I had, I was already in there for almost two weeks and I didn't want to be in there over the holidays. Like I get really sad and depressed when I'm in the hospital. I don't like being locked up in a room. I don't like being poked and prodded and woken up all through the night for vitals. And I'm not shitting on healthcare at all because that's their job. And I thank you. I thank them for their job truly because no one would be alive if they didn't do that. But I, you know, I'm just not that kind of person that enjoys that all the time. And so I just really leaned into it. And then so my airy season looked very slow and reserved, you guys. But I actually had some real huge breakthroughs for goals as well as I met some of my first goals for business for social media and all that stuff. And you guys, it it just, I don't think it would have happened if I just didn't listen. You know, God lets you know things. He, He created this body to be smart and really allow it to communicate with you. And my intuition, you know, I consider that like God, you know, my intuition was just telling me, no, you're not ready yet. Heal. No, heal. Or I'll like check in with my intuition. Like, do I feel like I can handle this? Do I feel like I need to do this now? And it'll, it'll be yes, no. You know, or, you know, kind of give you like that gut feeling. I'm really getting into human design too, which I'm not, I'm not going to go off on a tangent with that, but I'm getting ready to buy a book. Because I am a generator and I am ruled by my sacral, which is like meaning that if anything is a hell yes, then to do it, right? 
If anything is a hell yes, then that's me living my generator life, right? And so um, I just, I've just been trying to do that and it's working out for me. So I want to get more into it. It's just like human design is like astrology on steroids. Like it literally has all the signs and stuff up there too, but I don't understand it enough to really talk about it. So once I understand, I'll, ow, honey, my cat is just like, oh my gosh, she loves to put her nails in me. But, um, yeah, so I made some major breakthroughs by doing this, by listening to my body, listening to God Letting him really guide me. I really need to get a new microphone. I have these damn. It's that and and um, it's these tragus earrings I have that I need to. I haven't had time to go get new ones, but they're so long that everything falls out of my ear. But I've just been listening to God, allowing God to guide me. You know, allowing my intuition to lead me as well. You know, and so business wise. I've just been creating and just, you know, I'll put things on Instagram as well as TikTok. Not as consistent as I am with Instagram for TikTok because TikTok just kind of, you know, again, that's a whole nother story. It gives me the heebie-jeebies right now. It's just not good for my mental health right now. Um, but I, I have been consistent on Instagram and so, you guys, business-wise, I have been making sales. I did my first custom um, item as well. Person loved it. Customers have been showing up for me and leaving reviews. And so I've managed to hold a star seller badge, which, I mean, it's not a huge deal for me, but... Now that I have it, I'm just like, it makes me feel good because, it, you know, unless for you to hold a star badge on Etsy, you have to be able to mail out on time, which I make sure to do that because I just get excited when people buy my things that I just mail it out as soon as I have time. Um, and then you also have to answer questions, you know, your messages, which I do. I make sure like recently I did something for someone where they asked they were like, you know what, um, you know, is it okay if you lower this item to this much? It was like a, just a $5 difference. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to do that for them because they love my item that much that they want to buy it. But, you know, and I understand everyone's on a budget. Bitch, I'm on a fucking budget. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to you know, like be an asshole and not work with someone because I would want someone to do that for me. I always think of, you know, I always think of treating people how I want to be treated. And that's why I'm just so really empathetic and compassionate and understanding because I get it. Times are hard. And so when they asked me that, I was an automatic hell yes. Cause for one, it was only just $5 lower. They weren't being like, you know, I've had some people that will literally be like, oh, can you sell this for me for $20? And I put so much, much, I put so much more money and work into it that I, I can't like, don't get me wrong. Like I'm still running a business. So I have to also look out for myself as well. You know, I have to be able to make money to put back into the business. 
um, I'm not really worried about paying myself just yet until I get to that point where I'm like selling out all the time or like selling like huge amounts like daily. But I have to put, I definitely make sure I put everything back into the business so that I can keep offering high quality items. And so if it's at that point where it's just almost like I feel like that's like a disrespect to the seller because this isn't just like I'm mass producing. I'm not it's not like I'm not putting all my love, care and sweat in it. It's just about. You know, it, it just makes me feel like someone just. They they act like like my work is shit at that point, <laughs> you know, and so, no, I would not lower it that much. That's like over 80 percent lower. But if 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 anyone comes to me with like five, maybe even ten dollars lower. I'll I'll work with you. You just have to message me. I will work with you and do what you can, because I want you to have one of my pieces my pieces are magical and I put so much love and healing and happiness into it that I'm that confident that when you wear it it's going to enhance the magic in you there's a reason why I have that slogan it's going to enhance that inner magic that inner healing everything about you right your intuition everything especially related to the crystal the chakras everything so if you're one of those who are on the fence because you're like, oh, this is a little pricey for me, message me on Etsy, please. I will do my best to work with you as long as you're reasonable because I want you to own one of my pieces. But enough with that. <laughs> but I hit, I, I not only have, did I get the star seller badge, I am at the point where I've, I'm almost, I've almost have made as much as I have that it took me a whole year to make last year. And it's only the fourth month of 2023. So I'm predicting that by the end of the year, I will probably make double or triple that of what I made last year, which is amazing. I finally made, my first goal was to make just 40 cells. You know, I start small. I don't do these big giant gaps because I don't want to disappoint myself because I know that it takes time when it comes to running a business. But I'm over 40 now. I've reached the goal for followings on my Instagram. Now I am working toward another extra 500. I My goal is 400. I'm, um, I'm at um, five, uh, 500. I mean, 400 and some, I'm sorry, I got a message. Um, but I just, you know, I, that all came from just leaning in. And then another thing that happened, you guys, is, so I, I got these sales, these amazing sales the past week, week or two. I hit my goal on social media, okay? And then I was, you know, I did my financial goal. And <laughs> I kind of have like a little thing with this is, so I went to the office for my job and I, um, I just, hold on a second. I gotta, hold on. I'll be right back. 
So basically what happened is, again, I went to the office and, you know, I had mentioned that I was manifesting some financial goals and all that stuff. And I was, you know, like writing down what I wanted and also talking to God about it. I kid you not, the next day, <laughs> the, my car, while I was at the office, a company, not my company's car, but you know, like cars that have co- like trucks or whatever, you know, like driving work jobs and stuff. They were in their company car and they smashed in my driver's side mirror right? And I was inside the office doing work and I come out, my glass is broken. My driver's side mirror is smashed against my car. And I was just dumbfounded. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, and I didn't see a note at the time when I saw this, I immediately started taking pictures before I even got in the car, moved the car. You want to take pictures exactly where everything is so that like if they try to deny something you have proof before you even touched it proof to show that I was paralleled parked perfectly not in the street anything right and then so I take this picture I was like what the hell okay first of all what the fuck like someone's just gonna run into my shit like that but then luckily they left a card and they wrote in the back hey Um, I had to either choose getting hit by the semi truck or smashing into your car. So I chose to smash into your car, which I am grateful for because I definitely don't want the person to get killed or hurt. Um, And I actually did check on his well-being when I called because that's just who I am. Um, I, uh, I called the company. And so they were like, oh, my gosh, I'm sorry this happened. Um, They were like, let us know, go get it estimated and we will pay for it. Right. And I was like, "Okay, wonderful. Right. Doesn't have to go through insurance. The company is rich enough to pay for themselves. So perfect. Because I'm thinking, you know, hey, it's probably just going to be this little amount. For some reason, I thought it was going to be this little amount. Right. And so basically I got it estimated and it came out uh, to, I think like, like five something, I think, but the company gave me a big amount of money, not like huge where I can retire off of, but basically enough to fix my car and, you know, um, have a little extra. So that is uh, basically like a manifestation that came to life within the next day. And as bad as it sounds in a way that is a blessing kind of because number one, I wasn't in the car. Number two, the person was not hurt as well. Number three, it gave me a little extra money, you know, because again, um, I... um, I don't, I don't get paid for my job for, you know, all the way into like in May. So it helped add on to some more money to help me keep afloat until then and everything else, right? And get things that I really needed like for work and everything else. And also, I'm gonna, of course, I'm going to put some away and invest some and put it in my high yield. 
But the thing is, is that make sure you tell God exactly what you want in detail, because usually when I ask for like financial abundance or anything, I either like, of course, I put in like my own work that I try to do, you know, find ways to increase, add another, you know, like um, stream of income or something like that. And then I'll usually say, please don't let no one have to get hurt or die or anything like that for anything abundant to happen financially. I forgot to say that. And it was like my car. And so, like I said, luckily it was like an easy piece that wasn't, you know, to the point where my car was totaled, total considering that I travel back and forth for work. So, um, that is what happened. You know, again, you just put it out into, you know, to God, universe, source, don't worry about it. Just allow yourself to receive. And I just allowed myself to receive. Like, even though they gave me extra money, I wasn't going to complain about that. Like, what? No, that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. So, um, that is what happened for me. And speaking of how that worked out, this is what to me is Taurus season. So back on track. And this is particularly how I will be going through Taurus season. So Taurus season, you guys, is feminine earth, right? Meaning that, you know, in Aries season, it was fire, masculine, as it was about, you know, like taking complete and utter action, unapologetically focusing on the self, you know, and your goals that you wanted to achieve. But to me, this is what, this is how I pursue, um, Taurus season. So you're, again, you're looking at feminine earth. Taurus is all about sensualism. Taurus energy is all about using and allowing yourself to indulge in your five senses. Taurus is earth. So it means earth is all about the material, right? So with earth being in its feminine, this to me is all about creative action. Meaning that it's not about just jumping into things like Taurus is very slow. Taurus focuses on things and moves with that aspect of going forward by focusing and following like a practicality, right? So what this looks like to me is, again, doing work. Even bringing up new ideas to the team that can help better us in the long run, right? Creating, like, this is where I really have been living my best life is creating pendants, right? Creating herbs and stuff because I am opening a, an apothecary. Um, I am working on my first item and I can't tell you what it is quite yet. Cause I gotta, I want to get it done and then I already have the name and everything picked out what it's going to be called. Um, 
and just allowing that to come through, put it out in the world and see if it's going to help someone as much as me. Of course, I have to test it on myself first. You know, it's an oil that I'm creating because I, it's to the point where my skin just is not, no matter what I buy, it's not accepting it. So I figured it's time for me to go back to earthy roots and therefore I'm just allowing myself to anything that pops up, I'm, I'm moving forward to, to create. And by doing that, you're working in your feminine, right? The feminine is all about creation, receiving, nurturing, right? So nurturing my, my business, nurturing my body, even by nurturing myself, nourishing myself, it helps to make manifestations come alive, right? And so you're still taking that action though, right? Because you have to have the polarity, the masculine. But again, it's in a more feminine way, like you're adding creative action. So you're using both polarities here, in my opinion. And so that is how during this season, I feel like manifestations are even more potent, especially financial, because Taurus rules the second house. It's all about, you know, like creating that financial abundance making sure you're taking watch of your budget, you know, you're investing in the right things, like stuff like that. But also maintaining your body, you know, nourishing your body, moving your body, taking care of your body, indulging in food, right? Because that's what Tauruses are known for. Indulging in food, cooking good meals for yourself, looking pretty, feeling good inside your body and out, you know, like really allowing yourself to really feel that pleasure when you're, you know, being with your partner or really indulging in how they feel and really indulging in helping them feel good, right? I don't think Taurians get enough credit because I feel like all of the nurturance and nourishing of the family, um, kind of goes to cancer a lot of people are like oh cancerian yeah they're the ones who take care of the family and they're very family oriented and like children and stuff like that which is true very true right but um but it's just like um Taurus Tauruses don't get enough credit for that my the Torians I know and they don't even have well one of them does have a cancer placement and it's very very apparent about it but my other ones don't but they always have been amazing with taking care of their children their family their anyone they love like like anyone they are deeply in love with Torians have their fucking back like they make amazing friends they make amazing mothers fathers you know everything right because truly they love to really be of help they really love helping other people feel good especially if they're feeling good I feel like that is the thing with the Taurus between the difference between a Taurus and a Cancer and this is just my opinion is that a Cancer will 
nourish and help to the point of being drained because they care and they can end up sacrificing their own well-being to help other people, making sure everyone else is happy and feeling good. A Taurus, on the other hand, is kind of the opposite, in my opinion. It's where they, I feel like they nourish and take care of others when they're feeling good. Like they don't do, they don't really do that if their cup is on empty. When a Taurus's cup is on empty, they immediately go and take care of themselves. But when they're feeling good and they're shining bright, their light is shining because they've really taken care of themselves. They allow that to spread to others. So I don't know if anyone else feels that way, but that's how I've, that's the experience I have seen with my Torian friends um, compared to like Cancerians. And I have a lot of Cancer Moon friends again, you know, as well as one Cancer son who, you know, she goes through the end of the world for the people she loves as well, but sometimes to the point where she's a little drained. So I, that's what I think we could learn from Taurus energy is that unless for you to really help other people and really you know take care of things you have to make sure you are taking care of yourself and particularly you guys know that when it comes to earth seasons I have to really make sure I'm taking care of my body because earth seasons seem to be always when either I would end up in the hospital or something major would happen to me. And I don't want that to happen. You know, again, I've had a streak of not being in the hospital since 2021 in Capricorn season. I want to keep it that way. I want to keep it that way. So um, I really make sure that I really return back to the earth. Like right now, I'm again drinking a full body herbal tea. Take a sip. So that my body is being balanced. It's being taken care of. I really am in love with my supplements that I take. Like, I'm not sponsored by this one, but Moon Juice Super U has been really helpful. Really helpful when it comes to my mental health. I've been also taking fenugreek. Um, Fenugreek is a wonderful herb for healthy blood glucose as well as as well as digestion. And if you are a Libra sun, even I would say, I mean, there's particular, particular one for, for Tauruses too, but I, I say anyone Venetian ruled, or if you have heavy Venetian and energy, Venetian meaning Venus energy, I would recommend taking that. Um, because we are just much more sensitive to how our body responds to sugars and stuff. And so it can easily lead us into the whole diabetic realm, which we do not want. The other one that's been a huge lifesaver to digestive wise. And I have a, I am a brand partner with this company and I have a code, a link and a code that will save you money is the GBX fit. I feel like even though my diet has not been great, I have not gained any weight because this helps with weight loss and it has been very helpful regarding how my stomach just feels like it's completely healed. I actually have 
cut the little shot thing they gave me because for one, it was giving me terrible reactions. And so I see my specialist on May 2nd because I'm letting him know I'm not taking that shit no more because it's been causing a fucking mess. But I really don't need it anymore. Taking GBX Fit has been really healing my gut. And you guys, again, I... I pay to work with this company. That's how much I love it. And I just want to say that if you're having gut issues, gut issues is where it's where everything starts. And if you're not healing and working on your gut, you're doing your body a huge disservice. So I will put the link in the show notes. Please. I'm not saying you have to have to buy it. It's expensive stuff, but it's worth the money and it's, worth your health. Um, I have been doing well for as much stuff as my body has been dealing with, but you know, I'm trying to still heal. I don't want to maintain where I'm at now. I want to get better. So working with Amari and taking their supplements have been amazing. And so I will make sure to put that link in the show notes. Um, they have all kinds of products from not only just um, probiotics, but weight loss, like a thermogenic, which is the next one that I'm going to try to help me in my fitness journey, as well as proteins, which is another one I'm going to invest in. They also have stuff for stress. I know the um, Amari, uh, I believe it's like Relieve or something like that, is a huge one that I'm also trying next. Now, like I said, that I have a bigger pool of finances to play with, I am really investing that into getting the best that I can in health. And I hope that you guys think the same thing because truly without health, we have nothing. So that is just my little spiel for that. And I know that was like a long, like opening, but I just kind of wanted to let you guys know. So again, um, I'm going, I, um, am going to be creating. And so I actually have a sunstone lattice is beautiful. I want to keep it for myself, but of course I'm not going to. I will be creating that in a 14k gold filled wire set. So um, I'll let you guys know, of course, when I put it up on my Etsy shop, it is going to be up there because it was not cheap to get that. And so um, I'm most likely, I'm just going to let you guys know now because like I'm, it's not up there now, but that way, if you are interested it's a sun, elastic sunstone. It's most likely going to be about like 125 probably because it's in the gold, like 125, 130-ish. Um, the lowest may be about like 115, 120. I haven't decided yet because I also have to look at, you know, the work and everything that I do. But if you're interested, please visit Alari Sky Jewelry on Etsy. That's A-L-A-R-I-E-S-K-Y-E Jewelry on Etsy. So I've already kind of went to talk about what, um, you know, Taurus energy is. And so, of course, this is focused on the, the opening season for our wonderful natal Taurus moons. If you have a Taurus moon, you are one blessed cookie. You are your moon is exalted. Your sign is exalted in the moon. And so that means the moon is very happy in that placement. And that's why I feel like even more so those little like healing and nourishing qualities 
really come out very well for you guys here because it's exalted. The moon is represents the feminine. And so it really enhances the feminine earth to me where it almost makes you guys quite magical and really healing and like a manifestation. I don't know, like, what do you call it? Beacon or something, you know, I don't know, but you guys are just very soft and very sensual, very magnetic with how you express yourself. Very grounding for one, so grounding. Um, and you guys just make people want to be around you and work with you and be in relationships with you and create with you even and just really make people feel loved, I guess you can say, as much as some people want to say that uh, storms, torrents are stubborn, which you guys are. I mean, one of the things that somebody like a, a person in my past used to say when he was getting ready to get pissed is you fuck with the bulls, you get, the, you fuck with the bull, you get the horns. Cause he actually is a Taurus, which is funny. So it was like a warning of, Hey, you know, like don't mess with me because, you know, Tauruses, you know, they don't, they don't fuck around. They, they just don't, they, you piss them off. That is pretty much it for you. You know what I mean? So with that said, Let's jump into the crystal book for Taurus. So I read from three books. This is Judy Hall's Crystal Zodiac and Moonwise by Daniel Farr, as well as Moon Power by Rory Reed. So, okay, let's go ahead and jump in. So your moon crystal for moon and Taurus is rutilated quartz, also known as angel hair. Intuition crystal is selenite. Lunar crystals are Apache tear, beryl, blue tourmaline, which is also known as indicolite, green agate, green calcite, endocrase, kunzite, kyanite, lepetalite, magnetite, malachite, moonkite, peridot, prionite, rhodonite, and sunstone. So again, I have some of those crystals already listed in my store. So go ahead and check it out if you are interested in getting a moon that works well for your Taurus moon or anything too. It doesn't have to be only for Taurian moons, uh, Taurus season in general. So your moon crystal rutilated angel hair has a uh, rutilated quartz angel hair has strong earthly vitality and is an effective interrogator of energy. It helps you to release your hold on the past so that you can fully realize your life plan. This beautiful stone helps you to raise your eyes from the mundane, illuminating the soul and stimulating spiritual awareness. So what this means is that it says it helps you get out of the mundane. The thing with when it comes to Taurus energy, and especially um, Taurus moons, because again, this affects um, basically what you do, how you express your emotions, and your, in a way, kind of like, I wouldn't say decisions, but in a way, kind of like where you, how you react pretty much. So Taurians can get very stuck in the same pattern, meaning that they can, you know, they, they're Venus ruled. 
So they can get, they can have their lazy streak where they're not doing anything. They're just kind of just doing the same old shit and not really moving forward in life, right? So you got to be careful with that. And rutilated quartz will help you move that. And an extra um, tip, and the funny thing is I'm actually getting getting ready to create not only myself one of these because I've been feeling really um, called for it because it's a huge, it's powerful, man. it's powerful with manifestation, like huge, like because of course being an amplifier, um, it is amazing to manifest with. So in earth, in earth energies, um, I'm sorry, in earth seasons, um, you can basically, um, like, I feel like those are the best times to even manifest. You can manifest any time, but earth seasons is all about the material and really putting forward that work toward it, um, even more so than any other season. So I feel like this is the best time to make your manifestations move forward. Um, but yeah, so, um, I'm sorry, I get, <laughs> get lost whenever I get a fucking message. So, but yeah, so wonderful crystals to use and I will be having some in my store soon. So positive Taurus moon qualities with the moon and Taurus, you are loyal, faithful, and dependable, and you flourish in a stable partnership because you have a deep fund of practical abilities and common sense. You sh- your strength and endurance enables you to carry through whatever it is you set your mind to. Green calcite dissolves rigid beliefs from the past, enabling you to harness the strength of your mind and and purpose to new projects. Your outlook is usually constructive, and peridot is an excellent stone for encouraging positive expression of your moon qualities. While Kai and I encourage you to trust your inner intuition. So being a Taurus moon, you guys have very strong intuition because you are exalted in there, as well as... um, as well as, you know, allowing yourself to, Taurians can sometimes, you know, you guys also share the polarity with Scorpio and Scorpio sometimes has a hard, not sometimes, a lot of the times has a hard time letting go. So you kind of have a little bit of that aspect as well. Living in the past, you know, I, I say this a lot, living in the past creates depression. Living in the future creates anxiety. So you just want to be present. And I feel like you guys don't really struggle too hard with doing that when you have something to focus on. So make sure you're not looking at old shit. Make sure you're looking at what you got now and what you can create and focus forward from here. Um, Therefore, those crystals would work very well for you. Like Peridot is a wonderful, to me, a really amazing uh, Taurus um, stone. And actually, I was looking to purchase one because I I can't find any to wrap. The ones that I have found are very tiny stones like chips and I'm not gonna waste my time with that. Um, I am looking for some to be able to create because I really think that Taurus, I mean not Taurus, but um, that Peridot is a powerful Taurian uh, stone. And not only is it great for Taurus moons, it's just great to use to me in Taurus um, tour season as well. It's also another great 
stone for attracting abundance, but it's just the point of how wonderful it is for heart healing, healing your heart chakra. Um, blue uh, or kyanite as well is amazing too, because that is a good stone to help not only your intuition, but great for communication as well. And sometimes Tauruses can be very, um, they can be not really nice when it comes to communication, especially when they're pissed and they like really you get them to the point where they need to tell you about yourself. They can be quite harsh. I don't feel like they're as bad as um, Capricorn and Virgo, but they can they can still get there. So be careful. OK, so explore your hidden needs. Um, you have an inherent need for security and for status, but your strongest desire is for an unchanging world. As a result, you hold on to people and possessions because these provide a spurious sense of safety, as does sexual contact. Um, Prayonite facilitates letting go of material things. This stone connects to trust in divine manifestation, assuring that all you need will be prov- will be provided. So prayonite is also it's it's they call it this the the stone that heals the healer. So if you are someone that, number one, is on a healing journey, or even better, if you're someone that's in a health slash energy healing practice, this stone helps to heal you as you're healing others. So I think that is a a wonderful stone. Most of the time you have ones also, there's prayonite and there's prayonite with epidote. Um... Prayonite is the one with alpha, with alpha epidote. I actually made myself one of these a while ago when I was really connected to it. Um, I, except I have the one with epidote because epidote is very powerful as well. And, and both of those stones at the time were really calling to me. But the thing with epidote is you have to be careful because it enhances either the good or the bad. So um, there's times where you guys know I'm like roller coaster when it comes to my feelings. And so it was really enhancing like anger and sadness. And so, um, it wasn't the thing for me at the time. So I'd probably do better with just a plain prayonite, but I really love this stone. It, it is a very wonderful stone. And again, it's great for divine manifestation. Like when it comes to stones, Taurus season is going to be all about that kind of stuff because that is pretty much what, you know, like abundance is just Taurus, in my opinion. Okay, so um, one of your deepest needs is to connect with your unchanging eternal self. Rutilated quartz can take you deep into your inner being to access your spiritual self. The only true security, your desire for security shows strongly in your relationship you depend upon a faithful partner and a stable relationship and magnetite attracts love, committed commitment and loyalty qualities that your Taurus moon heart holds dear. So again, as I mentioned, um, you being a, a Taurus moon, you know, you guys do love being in relationships. You love taking care of your household. You love making you beautiful. You love making your space beautiful and you love sharing that beauty with your loved ones. So just make sure that, you know, like you're, if you're manifesting love, make sure that you are putting down what you want in that specific partner. You know, a lot of us sometimes I think because we don't know exactly what we want, we end up attracting things that 
I don't know, sometimes maybe we might need at the moment because everything happens for a reason. So, but it ends up being a drain because it's like we're attracting like people who need more from us than what they can give you. And I feel like a partnership is something where you're both helping each other. You're both giving each other that energy, giving that energy and then taking that energy kind of, you know, like not taking it in a bad way, but you know, sometimes all, you know, one person's not always happy all the time. So you got to be able to be there for that person, just like they want to be there for you. So just make sure you're doing that. Overcome emotional blocks. Um, Jealousy is one of the most powerful emotions and can be a deeply entrenched block as you really forget to, or forget, forget or forgive. If someone gives you gives you cause for jealousy years ago and you apply it to the present even though circumstances will have changed so that is the thing with taurians taurians especially taurus moons you guys can become a jealous person (laughs) meaning that um the jealousy of a taurus is not good not good at all because let's just say this I've, I mean, particularly not a Taurus moon. They were actually a Virgo moon, but they are a Taurus sun. When this person would get jealous, they would get very physical with other people, very physical with me. Like, I mean, go fucking crazy, like not in a good way. And I'm not saying like, um, if you don't have handle on how you express your emotions, it could be like excuse me, it could be like that, but Taurus jealousy can really fuck you over and really ruin you. So be very careful and understanding of that. Because again, if you're holding on to old shit that someone did, it's not going to be good for you. It's not going to bode well for you. So be careful with that. So <clears throat> Peridot is an excellent is excellent for relieving jealousy. It takes you back into the past so that you can recognize what the experience has taught you and and teaches you how to forgive. If you stick with habits that are familiar and com- and comforting <clears throat> but with no longer but which no longer serve you, a Taurus moon trait or suffer from possessiveness when wearing Peridot, then wearing Peridot can reprogram your security tapes. So that's another thing, too, is Torians are very possessive. They can be very possessive, especially if they're living in their shadow side. This is more of the shadow side of being a Taurus moon. Please learn to very like deal with that and heal from it. Work with Peridot. It seems to really, that's why I said it's, to me, the ultimate Taurus stone. Um, It just... Being possessive is not attractive at all. And you guys are so fucking sexy and attractive and, you know, like very, like I said, you just have this magnetism about you. And if you let something like that get in the way of that, you're going to fuck everything up for yourself. So be careful with that Um, because it's really not an attractive thing. Like I said, I've dated one, all of this, a lot of the shadow side of Taurus was him And he was like that where he would, oh my God, it just makes me want to throw up thinking about it. But he would just like, when we're around friends or other guys that he feels threatened of because they were attractive, 
he would like tell like sexual our sexual stories to them, which I fucking hated because it's nobody's business what the fuck we're doing in bed. For first of all, that's only for me and me and him to know, not other people, so that you can like make them like jealous or whatever. And then they would um they would like you know like grab my ass grab my boob, like, just, like, basically saying, like, she's mine, like, I'm just some object, I did not like that at all, and it really pissed me off, and I would always have to pull him to the side, like, fucking knock it off, like, this is just not, it's so childish, you know what I mean, so, and it's like, he's like, well, they have to know that you're mine, okay, they know I'm dating you, that's good enough, like, the fuck, I'm sorry I'm getting, like, (laughs) But it it was just, it's just not cool. It's not, it's not fun. Nobody likes that. I mean, there might be somebody who does, and I'm not an insecure person when it comes to that. You know what I mean? So I don't need to like, I don't need to do that. Like, I don't do that to my husband. You know, my husband is very handsome and a lot of women actually to find him very attractive and they smile at him when we go out or, you know, they like look at him and like give him sex eyes. And you know what I do? I don't do anything because for one, he never pays attention to it, which I fucking love about him. (laughs) He never pays attention to it. I love it. Like usually I'm the one who has to point it out. I'm like, whoa, like somebody like, Hey, one time somebody tried to sit next to him and move, like take my chair and sit next to him and got upset when I was like, oh no, excuse me, that's my seat. And they got pissed off, like gave me the dirtiest look. And I'm like, first of all, like, first of all, I almost kind of went off on that one. Cause I want to be like, first of all, <laughs> uh, your guy is like right there. You need to be sitting next to him. You know, I'm not going to be sitting next to your guy and you're sitting next to my husband. No, but, um, Yeah, so I had to, like, really, like, bite my tongue there because I almost lashed the fuck out. That was at a company party, so that's why I had to be like, don't do it, don't do it. But anyway, yeah. So, but other other than that, I don't care because I know people are going to look. People are going to look, and I don't need to be, like, PDAing him so people know that he's mine. Like, I don't give a damn. You know what I mean? Like... He doesn't pay attention to it. He doesn't entertain that shit. And that's all that matters. So I have confidence. And if you have a a partner who's doing that shit, that's entertaining other people, like flirting and giving them like fuck me eyes and all that stuff, you really need to evaluate who you're with because they really shouldn't be doing that kind of shit. You know what I mean? If you're entertaining it, that's how cheating happens because then you're letting this person know like, oh, I'm with her, but I don't give a fuck. I'll still fuck you too, pretty much. That's how I look at it. So that's just my thing. But anyway, um, be just, yeah, don't, don't do that. (laughs) Okay. The Taurus moon can be extremely fixed, clinging determinately to the past and the way things have always been. You are the original immovable object and your resistance to change is so marked that you become physically ill rather than move on from a situation that no longer serves you and are likely to blame other people for the problem rather than own it. So, yes, Torians, um, 
when you hold in stuff, which Tauruses do, they're not really ones to lash out right away. But when they do, that's when it's a fucking mess. But um, you, whenever, again, I can't say enough, you guys, whenever you hold that kind of shit in, you're making, you're making your physical body sick. Like, seriously. And it's going to not show up in a good way. It's going to show up in things that Taurus rules, which is like the throat, upper jaw, and thyroid issues, as well as your sister sign scorpion issues, like maybe constipation or something like that, like the exiting parts of the body. Because Scorpio also rules like the nose as well, too, because, you know, we discreet, you know, like boogers and all that stuff in there. So, yeah, um, just be aware of that kind of stuff. So to erase your old tape, taps, tapes, I think, or taps, you need to recognize the part you have played and see how much you have blamed on others. So take it, take responsibility for your own bullshit, guys. Don't blame it on other people. Don't be the victim. The, pre, the penetrating insights of Malachi take you to the heart of such matters, but you may need to balance this re- relentless stone with the gentle energies of Rodenite to work on forgiveness and letting go. So Malachite's a wonderful heart healing stone, but it's also a great transformation stone. So a lot of people are always like, oh, Moldavite, Moldavite. Moldavite is very strong. It's a very strong transformation stone where it's going to just blow, like, blow that shit apart. Not, like, negative either. It, it can be positive, too. Because uh, I've been actually working with uh, Moldavite right now. I was wearing my necklace yesterday, but I started to get that Moldavite sickness where I wore it for too long. And I started to feel like my, like, everything was just too wide open. Like, my chakras were too wide open. <laughs> so I had to take it off and like cleanse it and all that stuff. So, um, but I, you know, I don't look at, I don't look for the negative when I'm wearing that stone. A lot of people let TikTok get to their head where it's just like, Oh, it's going to take away all this stuff and it's going to get rid of stuff. But if you focus on negative shit, then it's going to be negative for you. If you focus on positive stuff, which I do, I want it to, I want it to get rid of things that, are going to just make me feel better, you know? So that's what happens. So, um, but again, when it comes to Malachite, that's also a more subtle transformation. Um, it's not as hard jolting. Um, so it's a wonderful stone to work with. And again, if it's, uh, it does have high um, energy, but not as high as Moldavite, but it will help you ground in love with road night, which I think is a wonderful com- companion stone for it. So make sure you work with those if that's what you're experiencing. So one of the most powerful emotional blocks that you, that you have a right, powerful emotional blocks that you have arises from holding on to resentment. Paradon road night will help to release this and to open your heart to forgiveness um, an Apache tear can shed light on long-held grievances and releases and release these. Mukite um, imparts a desire for new experiences, assists with choosing the right pathway. Emotional flexibility can be provided by green agate. Meditating with barrel will help you to shed your emotional baggage. Simple, let it flow into the stone and then release the barrel under running water. When the moon and Taurus with the moon in Taurus, you have a tendency to repress your feelings, and as a sexy earth sign, you need to release them physically. If 
if you do not receive emotional and sexual satisfaction, um, trigger warning for what it's about to say next, um, there is always a possibility of comfort eating and eating disorders. So again, you know how it says, you know, you are a sexy earth sign and you have a tendency to repress your feelings. Taurus, you are all about expressing all of that. And it doesn't look like water signs where it's more, uh, where it's like um, the emotional bodies of feelings. It's about expressing your senses, your senses, like, you know, like touch, smell, all that stuff, like really allowing yourself to indulge in that kind of stuff. That's really where you're at, like, you know, allowing yourself to, you know, also express emotionally, but really lean into expressing those senses, like sexual, again, sex is huge for Tauruses. You know, you guys really unleash yourself in here. So um, as well as um, when you're not feeling happy and you're holding stuff back, you do. You will either overeat or you will develop a disordered eating. So be really careful with that. Lepetolite is an excellent stone to assist with deep emotional healing and and releasing dependency, which wonderful that it says that because I actually just put that on my shop it's wrapped in 14k gold filled it's a beautiful stone lapetalite is a wonderful healing stone especially if you work in with um, around computers it's a good cleansing stone from EMFs which I'm thinking I'm either probably going to have to put some shungite or or lapetalite around my computer now that I'm working more on computer because I do feel like I'm getting too much of you know, the, the stuff like EMFs from technology. Okay. So nurture yourself, keeping your body warm, safe, and comfortable is highly nurturing for you as is sex. So keyword, you guys have sex, safe sex, please, but really allow yourself to indulge in sex during this season, especially if you are a Taurus moon. Um, You have a strong affinity with the earth and going out into nature is one of the quickest ways to nurture yourself. Blue tourmaline and Nicolite connects you to natural energies and encourages living in harmony with nature, nurturing your physical body and your soul. This protective stone prevents negativity from sticking to you. So um, definitely Taurus moons... um, if you are feeling overwhelmed and just drained and tired, um, I would look into going out in nature because that is, I think, earth signs. When you guys go out in nature, it not only replenishes anybody, but that is your element. So it's like it really it really recharges you guys on on a next level, in my opinion. So allow yourself that luxury to just really, like, really ground yourself, you know, in the earth. Um, So develop your intuition. The delicate striations of selenite lift you to another dimension, helping to move beyond the densest of earth, taking you into the space between light and matter. This beautiful stone intensifies a deep sense of peace, opening your intuitive mind. This crystal carries the vibration of all that has and will happen in the world and is extremely useful for accessing 
the plan the plan made for you, for your present life prior to your birth it pinpoints lessons and shows how they can best be resolved so you know that is also your your moonstone you guys um it, it's that stone is ruled by the moon so with you being exalted that stone will really be enhanced by your placement your Taurus moon past lives. Your past life roles have included the tiller of the soil, the artisan, the craftsperson, and quite possible the medium. Many Taurus moon past lives have centered around materialism and security. You have you may have suppressed your opinions in the in the interest of maintaining the status quo. If courage is speaking out is needed, blue kyanite helps you to find your voice. Kyanite assists in moving beyond the notion of fixed and blind fate, leading you to take responsibility for the course of your life. The tranquility of Kunzai connects to universal love and to the internal spiritual self that resides within you. It overcomes the attachment to material things that has provided an illusion of safety in the past. Okay, so letting go rituals. So to let go, you'll need a large piece of green calcite, hold it in your hands and feel its waxy smoothiness gently soothing you. Close your eyes and gently attune to the crystal. Let let its uplifting energy flow through your hands, up your arms, and into your solar plexus. As the energy reaches your, your solar plexus, feel it soften and open touch the crystal to your solar plexus and allow it to absorb your fears and insecurities. Bring to mind the person, thought, emotion, or situation of which you need to let go fill your solar plexus softening and letting go releasing that which no longer serves you into the crystal setting you free as the crystal absorbs this say out loud i let go of i release for my highest good then feel the energy of the crystal flowing into your solar plexus bringing you comfort and a sense of inner security allow the stone to enhance you your trust in yourself when you have finished Place the crystal under running water for 15 minutes to cleanse it. Then place it where you can see it. So that's it for that book. And I hope that was helpful for those of you who are crystal lovers. Um, that will really, truly, you guys, crystals are wonderful for those on that healing journey. So, yeah. So let's follow into the next book. And the next book is going to be Moon Power. How to Harness the Magic of the Moon to Improve Your Life by Lori Reed. Okay, so your key characteristics uh, points are your instinctive response is cautious and pragmatic. Your best characteristics are charm and tenacity of purpose. Your negative qualities are stubbornness and self-indulgence. You dislike anything or anybody that makes you uncomfortable. You need physical, emotional, and financial security. You must learn to let go. The essential, the essential you, people who are born with the moon and Taurus are noted for their real, reliability, strong sense of responsibility, and level-headedness. You have your feet firmly on the ground, and you know just what you want and what will make you happy in life. Fundamentally, you are driven by a need for personal security, something that will influence almost everything you do in life. You have innate artistic talents and are endowed with immense charm. The Taurus Moon at Home. Because you are unashamedly sensual by nature, 
comfortable and plush surroundings will be given top priority when it comes to furnishing and decorating your home. So, of course, we all know anybody who is a tourist lives in luxury. Like, of course, maybe not all, but most of them strive to just like they like to get jobs that pay very well. Um, or they like to make sure they are financially stable. They have to make or have someone who has a lot of money so that they can be able to live in like that luxury, comfortable life that they love. Okay, so it says your sun and moon sign combination for for um, chart. Oh my God, I don't know why I'm like so weird. Anyways, um... This shows just how well your outward persona, your sun sign, and inner personality, your moon sign, are integrated. So, of course, it has all 12 of the zodiac signs, and it is star-rated, meaning that, you know, your sun and your moon either are not working well with each other or work perfectly with each other. So, one star means highly subjective, two stars at odds with yourself, three stars needs to work toward achieving inner balance, four stars is in, is in harmony, and five stars is strongly integrated. So your moon in Taurus with your sun sign in Aries, your combination keynotes is gutsy. <laughs> your star rating is three. Taurus on Taurus, solid, solid but stolid. That's a one-star rating. Probably because it'll be like you'll be overly hard to you know like it's not easy to convince a tourist to do like anything they have to decide it for themselves do not ever tell a tourist what to do because then they will just butt heads with you they'll go against it because they don't like being told what to do they don't like free information to be given let them ask you for your opinion do not just give it to them um Gemini sun with the Taurus moon, a combination keynotes is surface tension. Your, your star rating is two. Um, cancer with the Taurus uh, moon is emotionally together. That's a four star rating. That is a good combination right there. Uh, Leo sun with the Taurus moon is a united front. That is also a four star rating. That's interesting. Uh, Virgo um sun with a taurus moon that's mental harmony so that's a five star rating libra sun with a taurus moon it's a happy mean so that's a four star rating scorpio sun with a taurus moon is a powerful it's a combination combination kinos is powerful that's a three star rating sagittarius with a taurus moon is mismatched combination keynotes so two stars Capricorn Sun, Taurus Moon, totally together. That's a four-star rating. Aquarius Sun with a Taurus Moon, certain discrepancies is a two-star rating. And a Pisces Sun and a Taurus Moon is self-oriented. So that's a three-star rating. So there you go for that one. And then it says, let's see. Okay, so you and your family. The generation gap that causes problems is so many families has never really been an issue between you and your parents because your mature attitude has always ensured that you get on well with older people. It is quite possible that one of your parents was strict, but your shrewdness and charm 
helped you define a way to cope in your own turn. You make a fiercely proud and protective parent and the more responsible, polite, and well-mannered your children are, the happier you will be. At work as a Taurus moon, it says you're practical, hardworking, and down to earth. You are never afraid to pitch in whenever you are needed and in your drive for security and prosperity. It is not unusual for you to take on several jobs at once. Any occupations involving music and the arts draw you, although fashion and financial industries will attract you too. You are generally quite stubborn in the way that you work and tend to resist the slightest hint of enforced change. Unwind by having a relaxing aromatherapy massage or a session of, of reflexology. You know, after like a, a nice hot bubble bath, sounds amazing right now. Uh, money matters. You are a hoarder of money and will save diligently throughout your whole life. You choose your investments extremely wisely and are careful to make sure that you never put all your eggs in one basket. Health notes, putting on weight can be a major problem for people born in this group as the pear body shape is often associated with a terrace moon, terrace, Taurus moon, uh, Taurus moon placement. You may also find that you are prone to throat infections, laryngitis, and various other ailments that affect this part of the body. So, you know, if you have, it means, you know, again, when you're Venetian ruled, you have a very curvy body, you know, curves in the right places, of course, but because of that, you can get very big (laughs) if you get indulgent and not take care of yourself, Um, as well as those other issues that mentioned So it says, relating to others, your emotional pattern. Emotionally stable and solid as a rock, you take a sensible, pragmatic approach to your life. Security is perhaps your most important consideration, so you soon develop a cautious nature underpinned by an extremely strong sense of self-preservation. So vital is your need for security that Taurus moon people tend to surround themselves with material possessions which they fill their, their lives Structure and support many to grow over possessive jealousy and neurotically guarding what or whom they believe to be theirs. You are not the sort of individual who leaps blindly into a new relationship before you give your affections. You will carefully weigh up all the pros and cons in order to satisfy yourself that this um, individual is really trustworthy and will offer you the stability you require as well as providing the physical, financial, and emotional anchors that are essential to your well-being. To your relationships, you pledge commitment and loyalty. You work hard to make your partnership successful, comfortable, and prosperous, and your domestic environment a pleasant place in which to live innately sensual. You like to indulge yourself and your loved ones whenever possible. So ensuring that you and your family have all the creature comforts you need be high on your list of priorities. Sociable and outgoing, you enjoy people and get get getting together, get togethers, but with strong nurturing instincts, you are a formidable nest builder and like to tuck your loved ones and your possessions under your wing to keep them safe from harm. So it says your Taurus moon relates to your partner's moon. And so this is a Taurus moon with all 12 of the zodiac sign moon signs. So we're starting with Aries moon. 
your love of comfort and ease does not match the Aries moon suspects drive uh, subjects driving need to experience the challenges at the sharper end of life sexually though the atmosphere can be hot and satisfying uh, with a Taurus moon a Taurus combination with both partners sharing identical em- emotional needs you will feel comfortable in each other's company and and grow happy and prosperous together Gemini moon certainly you both have Plenty to say, but you may not exactly speak the same language. Your Taurus moon demands stability, but your partner likes to be loose and fancy-free. Cancer, a moon in Taurus matched with the moon in Cancer makes a delightful combination. You are both loving, gentle, and attentive to each other and to your family and friends. Leo moon, apart from the occasional battle of wills, there is every potential here to form a vibrant and enduring relationship together. Virgo, with both moons and strong, reliable, and earthy signs, you will have plenty in common. This all, this has all the makings of a sexy, stable, and lasting union. Libra, sh- uh, shared creative tastes offer excellent prospects for a successful combination. You and your gentle Libra and moon partner will forge an artistic and highly sensual, sensual relationship together. Scorpio moon, your moon is in the earth sign that of your partner is on water, earth, and water mixed can produce a mighty swamp. Alternatively, they can form the best, the basis of creation. The choice is yours. Sagittarius, as a Taurus moon individual, you need a sense of permanence and stability under your feet, but your partner's Sagittarian moon hates to be tied down. There is little in common between you, it appears. Capricorn, there is a wonderful meeting of hearts between these two moon signs, which bodes extremely well for a compatible and lasting relationship together. Top marks for a solid and stable union. Aquarius, a Taurus moon has little in common with an Aquarian moon since each has different needs and wants different things from life. Consequently, there is no real meeting ground here. Pisces, with these two moon placements, there are potentially good spinoffs from one to the other. You two, therefore, should be very good for each other. Okay, so that is it for that book. And for the last book we do, Moonwise, this is by Daniel Farr. And let's see where we are at for this Taurus Moon. <laughs> Sorry if I broke your eardrums, but we got to make it a little interesting, right? Okay, so let's go ahead and jump into this one as well. Okay, so it says lunar influences of the Taurus moon. Taurus is feminine is a feminine earth sign. <laughs> Those born with this moon sign are prone to stubbornness, great willpower, and materialism. By the way, um, I do get my books. Some of my books are used because they're old, so I go to half price books. So, shout out to Bobby and Jenny. So I guess they must be Taurus moons, and somebody was really interested in how they are. So, shout out to whoever that is, Bobby and Jenny. Shout out. Anyways, <clears throat> some people write things in these books, so it's interesting. Okay, so it says. The Taurus moon is ruled by Venus, the goddess of love. One needle influence of the Taurus moon will be to keep you firmly grounded. You are a practical individual able to save money and care for financial affairs with ease. It's possible to have anything you want in the material world, and most of it will be beautiful. 
So, of course, again, the whole theme here is Taurus is just all about that luxe life. Like, they just love to be surrounded and drenched in anything that is beautiful. So, this is not a shocker. So, okay. You are dependable and strong. Inner strength and willpower help you to achieve your goals once underway. You are quite energetic and your storehouse of energy seldom seems to dwindle. Between your high level of energy and intense willpower, you are an awesome force. There is a danger of getting carried away with your power. For all of the strength and energy you possess, you need the prodding of, an, of another to get started. Once moving, you are very hard to stop, but getting you started can be a chore in itself. So this is a huge thing for Taurus moons, <clears throat> especially Taurus, anything, but definitely Taurus moons, because again, you know, this is, you know, in the feminine, it's feminine earth as well as, um, you know, uh, when it comes to just getting things going, um, sometimes the unhealthy part of really being very feminine and you have the moon which is also feminine and how you express yourself you can let yourself get into not really getting things done you may have a lot of plans that you want to do but you can end up indulging a little bit into not doing anything which is not going to serve you your purpose right so when it comes to Taurus um, it's very hard sometimes for them to get going so um once their mind, like it said, is set, then they're unstoppable, they get shit done. And so you just have to make sure you have a happy balance of doing what you need to do to achieve your heart's desire as well as get things done, but also rest. But you don't want to lean on the rest too much. So one of the things that I have an issue with in a way is that sometimes I feel like you know, the whole divine feminine thing, which you guys know, that's like literally my journey right now. Um, but more so definitely having a balance between the two. So one thing about when you like, you know, try to look up, like I've been trying to find books and stuff like that to kind of help really get into a deeper dive into what the divine feminine looks like as well as using scriptures of what a woman is supposed to be in the bible as well as all kinds of different like philosophy you know different ethnic um religions and um you know lore and mythology and stuff like that um a lot of the stuff now especially on social media i feel is all about just um where it's just like being being feminine seems to be where you just don't really do anything you just you just run around looking pretty all day which is not a problem you just go around looking pretty all day getting your nails done getting your hair done getting buying clothes buying perfumes and great you know that's no harm if that's what you do but to me that is not what the feminine is about the feminine is really about that creative energy, like, again, creative action. You can't make things in your life happen if you feel and think that you're just supposed to lay around all day. Like, yes, being in the feminine is about receiving, but there's also some, you know, action that you have to take to do that. And I know you guys heard me say that several times, but I just can't reiterate that enough. And so um, just be careful, Torians. Uh, Torian moons, especially with letting yourself not do anything. 
Oh, hey, so you are quite emotionally reserved. Others will push your buttons without effect. However, once you reach your limit, your wrath cuts loose like a dam breaking. It is best to stand out of your way. Venus, as a ruler, imparts a very sensitive side to you. All who are close to you know that they are cared for deeply. With the one you love, you are apt to introduce romance into your relationship. You always strive to be well-groomed and mannerly and accept your companion to do the same. What attracts you most to a mate initially are beauty, status, and the bottom line. So, yes, so... Things that you look for in a relationship is someone you can feel safe and secure in, meaning that they can, you know, you you like to make sure you have money. You don't like to be broke, so you need someone who can be financially secure to, um, to let them in your bubble. As well as you like, you know, beautiful stuff and you do like status. You know, that's just part of the earth kingdom in general, in my opinion. Okay, ultimately, you will only marry if you have a deep bond and have discovered your true soulmate. The search for this soulmate can lead to uncertainty. You may be unwilling to commit to anyone unless convinced that he or she is the one. You have the ability to sit and wait, but most people do not care. Uh, most people do not. Care must be taken not to overlook the other person's feelings. You are very caring soul. You are a very caring soul, but your stubbornness sometimes overshadows everything. So yes, Torrens... You know, if someone's, you know, you don't have to always bite back anytime someone, you know, like does something that you don't like. That's one thing about Torians. You guys can be very fucking hard headed. And so when it comes to that's why I said at the beginning, if a Taurus doesn't ask for your advice, don't give it to them. Because in a way, it just kind of makes them like, you know, it's kind of like um, they they represent the bull. What happens when the bull, you know, when people bullfight, they bring out that red cape. It starts like fucking going wild, right? And that's kind of like how it is when it comes to telling Torians what to do, giving them advice, unwanted advice, unsolicited advice, you know, um, doing something that, you know, they don't want to participate in. They, they just, it, it's not their thing, so their stubbornness, you know, you, you being stubborn can get in the way, you know, being in a relationship, it, it has to have a little bit of compromise, not saying you got to fucking roll over and let someone step all over you, but compromise a little bit here. Um, you have the ability to calm the most irritated, angry individual, the calm grounded person that everyone sees is one of the best sedatives for emotional upheaval. Your friends call you when things go wrong because your sensitive, caring nature and calm attitude helps them to see the real problems. Conversely, when things are not going well for you or when you are introduced into unfamiliar situations, you withdraw. Security and stability are your main desires in life. From this basis, you can achieve anything. You like your home to feel secure because it's your sanctuary when times are tough. A stable lifestyle is important to you in this world of constant change. You depend on your home life as the one area of consistency. On the flip side, you don't cope with change well. Maintaining the status quo is most comfortable for you. So, again, you guys are all about stability and security. You have to feel safe in all realms of life um, for you to really flourish. That's when, again, you achieve anything. I feel like you're more open to allowing yourself to take your time and really move towards what you love because you don't really have to worry about the other stuff, in my opinion. So, um, again, change is hard for you guys. Trust me, I have lots of Torian people around me and 
I can see like, you know, my husband is a Taurus rising. And so he even tells me he has a hard time with change. It's okay. You know, like Taurus energy loves routine, loves being in the comfort zone. They don't like things that are spontaneous because they don't have that security and the spontaneity energy. So I'm going to go ahead and read. It says influences on the Taurus moon personality. So this means um, I know I have to explain this every time because you never know. New people could be here. Hey, what's up? If you are, love you. Hope you stay. Learn with us. You know, have fun with us. But anyway, <laughs> um, this is about the other moon transits, not a relationship or a, someone's natal moon. This is about transiting moons, how the Taurian moon personality is affected by it. So it goes through all 12 of the astrological signs of how each transiting moon will affect your Taurus moon. So let's go ahead and jump into the Taurus moon personality in the Aries moon. The fire of this moon will definitely get your motor running. The, the sedate Taurus moon needs some help getting started. And this may be the energy that you need. Start something new during this moon. Aries is a very passionate sign and could very easily stir up blissful feelings. Go with it and have some fun. You need not worry as you, your desire for st stability will keep you from getting too involved until the time is right. Work can be dealt with in a similar manner. Try a new approach or take on a new project. These fiery days are just what you need to get these well underway. So a lot, kind of like a little fire to light your ass, I guess, if you could say. Um, okay, so Taurus moon personality and the Taurus moon. This is a really comfortable moon for you. It is the natal energy you have been dealing with all your life. So you probably feel energized and secure. Happiness is a result of being in your home. You may notice that while this moon feels good, it might be too comfortable. This moon is best used for getting things done and to complete projects with have, which have already been started. It is also a good time to deal with difficult emotional lace problems. You sense, your sense of logic will shine through any fog. One Taurus moon person I know, Joseph, that is not me, it's the book, is very energetic during the moon, but only in the intellectual and emotional realms. He can talk to his wife all day and night about his feelings but doesn't think to take out the trash um so for some reason i could see this moon being like that revitalizing like restore for a taurus moon like if i was a taurus moon when i read that i just to me that would just be my time to really do some deep self-care for myself like really allowing myself to kind of go over some things that again like i haven't been working on or something i want to work on but more so just a lot allowing myself to really connect with the earth because connection with the earth, you guys, for you guys is amazing. So I would really immerse myself in nature and even water for some reason. I just feel that would just be so revitalizing for you guys, like a nice swim in the lake. If it's not cold, of course, anywhere, but it is spring, so it should be warming up and really hot in some places. But I think that would be great for you guys. By the way, you know what? This is me recording five days later from when the beginning of this episode i'm so sorry mercury retrograde has been a straight up ass kicker for me especially at work and school like all my shit has been fucked up i've been having to have lots of help and luckily everyone's had grace for uh, with me and um i've lost my stuff for my recording so i really hope you guys are hearing my voice so um yeah and it's just been quite crazy 
Um, I'm actually sitting in my car too, because again, you know, I have weekends off, so my family's home and the house is noisy. Um, so if I sound like I'm kind of rushing, it's because I'm burning the fuck up. It's really hot <laughs> today. It's really hot, which I love, but I'm sitting in my car and of course it's hotter in the car with the windows down. Um, I just got back from sending off some orders from my crystal shop. I have a 5% off, um, right now and I have a rainbow lattice sunstone you guys that is in there it is fucking gorgeous get it while it's hot um especially while the sale is on too so just to kind of let you guys know if I sound like I'm kind of quickening or if I kind of sound a little different that is why okay so let's go ahead and jump into the Taurus moon personality and the Gemini moon this is a good moon to work on cognitive efforts the sharp intellect of the Gemini moon will be of benefit in making discoveries when an unsolved situation persists. Use the energies of this moon to try new approaches toward finding a solution. Gemini is an air moon and will go in many directions at once. The stability of your natal moon, Taurus, will, part or will partially negate this airy energy. This is, too, this, this is too little stability here to make new long-term plans. Use, it in, use its energies to find new directions along exciting paths to embark on a journey in this moon would certainly spell defeat because this moon is not focused and stable enough for your taste so yeah gemini moon of course is definitely not a tourist friendly time to you know really do anything or get things done because again yeah you're working with mutual energy which you know your body's not going to feel like focusing on one thing at a time you kind of want to do multiple things i know like i go insane and mutable kind of energies where i just want to kind of do all kinds of shit Okay, so Taurus moon personality and the Cancer moon. The stability of your home life has an essential place of escape in the Cancer moon. Your base is your home and your home must be a place of security for you to be happy. If your home is security, oh, is, if your home is secure, hap, uh, a secure, happy place, then this moon will be happy time for you. Use it to look honestly at yourself. This can be a positive learning experience and much easier to deal with than a negative one. The Taurus moon personality reacts slowly to emotional discontent where emotions are concerned. You are like the, to the, the tortoise. You move slowly and steadily, experiencing all that life has to offer. Difficulties arise because the very nature of emotions requires their immediate expression. The Cancer moon helps to speed emotional responses. My friend Sora often had not dealt with her emotions when the Cancer moon came around. She was hammered by the sudden onslaught. If your home life is not as stable as you would like it to be you may be in for a ride during the moon a cancer moon will strip you for the barriers you've built between the world and your inner self the emotions that surface are true and honest but they have been stuffed inside for too long and want i want you to know about it again this is a great learning experience so keep your mind open you not only learn how you are reacting to the world's stimuli you will also learn to accept and experience emotions when they first show up rather than swallowing them so this moon would be amazing for you guys because again, I said Taurus don't get a lot of credit when it comes to really taking care of their household, nourishing others, really being that motherly, like literally the embodiment of Mother Earth in my opinion. So um, this is a great moon. I feel like if you're like really, you really love cooking or, you know, you really want to make something nice for your family, your kids, your friends, your loved ones, anything. This is the time to do it, in my opinion. I think this works well for the both of you. Um, 
Oh, not the both of you, but you know, in that energy. Taurus moon personality and the Leo moon. This is another fire sign that can add a little pick me up to life. The, the Leo moon has a rather flamboyant energy. Leo has as much willpower as Taurus, but isn't as stubborn. You can use this Leo moon energy to feed your intentions. This is a good time to make some progress towards your goals. It is also a good time to deal with emotional situations which require a certain amount of nobility or a calm yet intense energy. Sarah loves this moon as its warming energies helps her to dry out after the Cancer moon. This is an energy that intimidates. Look inside yourself. This is a nice sunny time to work on improving your self-image. To the practical Taurus moon persona, a dramatic expression of self-love might seem a little ridiculous, but it is often the self-dramatizations that help us to get the message. Take care of yourself during this moon by doing something special. Your nobility deserves some recognition. Taurus moon personality in the Virgo moon. A good earthy look at your relationship with yourself is in order in this moon. Work is the key word. The analytical side of Virgo will certainly help in that respect by allowing you to see the little things you do you do to sabotage your ability to get what you really want. Since you are the home, since you are at home in this earthy energy, there's enough support to tackle anything that needs work, such as your image, appearance, personal goals, purpose in life, or successes and failures. Examine what it what is working for you and what is not. This applies to your relationships too. The way you treat others is an indicator of how you treat yourself by improving the relationship around you. You will automatically be improving your relationship with yourself. If you decided not to take advantage of this moon's analytical disposition for self-examination, the Virgo moon will point out the details of your personality and your relationships that need work. There will be lots of criticism, analyzing, and self-judgment. Stay away from this destructive cycle. Taurus moon personality and the Libra moon. A couple of days of indecision never hurts anyone. The Libra moon is an air moon and it will allow others to easily influence you. This contradiction will show up in your life as indecision since you are usually very decisive after proper deliberation. Joseph is very methodical when it comes to making decisions and purchases. During this moon, Joseph's, Joseph's usually slow pace becomes even slower, primarily due to indecision. He goes through a process of weighing all the factors unless materialistic urges are at work, in which case he becomes rather impulsive. This moon will intensify your desire for a peaceful, loving relationship with yourself and those around you. You will shy away from conflict in favor of the harmonious areas in your life. Look to the relationship that offers the most loving atmosphere and hide out there for a few days. Continue to work on relationships that need harmony and love. The peaceful moon will provide ample opportunity to bring beauty and love into your life and the lives of those around you. So Taurus moon personality and the Scorpio moon. The emotions that arise during this moon can range from sensual to lustful desire. The desire, the Scorpio moon is opposed to the Taurus moon and as much as such, there is a powerful attraction here. The Scorpio moon's deeply arousing qualities will inspire your own sense of carnal desires. This moon is famous for increasing sensual feelings in all the signs of the zodiac, so don't feel like you've been singled out. Let go of that practical side and enjoy the passion. These lustful feelings can make you susceptible to jealousy. Remember, you are not the only person being affected. Other people's jealousy could flare up as well. You will be well advised to stop flirting with anyone but your mate. A fiery Sagittarius moon follows an unresolved jealousy, and that moon could spell trouble. Okay, so Taurus moon, personality, and Sagittarius moon. 
The fire energy of Sagittarius can produce a very happy time. The difficulty is in letting it happen. Your practical rather than sedate nature will hold you back from enjoying the moment if your actions don't immediately appear beneficial or thought thought provoking. So yeah, of course in the Sagittarius moon, what does Sagittarius do? It's again, it's a mutable energy and Sagittarius is all about it's like a free arrow. It's flying like anywhere and hitting anything that it wants. It's very um spontaneous and that is not that does not say Taurus moon in my opinion. So yeah, it's gonna be a little difficult for you guys. The ability to let go and play is elusive in Taurus moon people, but very important and worth the effort. This moon provides the perfect opportunity to nurture your religious beliefs without the risk of deep emotional turmoil. The Sagittarius moon also provides a childlike opportunity for idealistic emotional attachments. The child in your surface in you surfaces in many ways. If you don't help this inner child to express itself in a beneficial manner, it will choose its own form of self-expression. Okay, so Taurus moon personality and Capricorn moon, this earth sign will boost your innate need for stability and security and will drive you to tie up loose ends. The emotional arena will be quiet as you withdraw. The Taurus moon personality can be lazy, but the Capricorn moon will encourage and direct your efforts. Your hard work is best directed toward improving your financial security and your status within your community and work group. This moon emphasizes achievements for the sake of personal financial security. To work at a project which is nothing more than busy work or in which you have no personal stake will be fruitless. You will quickly become disinterested and move on something else. Emotionally, you will appear withdrawn. Avoid emotional withdrawal by pushing yourself to be more outgoing. Security and your financial world are on your mind right now. Once the stubborn Taurus is focused, change is difficult. Taurus moon personality and the Aquarius moon. This is another unemotional moon that fosters emotional withdrawal. In this moon, however, you will be friendly to others and better able to carry on a conversation. You will not be willing to let others see the real you. And in the respect, you are still withdrawn and impersonal. The intentions of others are important, but you don't necessarily trust their motives. Although you are emotionally fortified and won't let others in, you are compassionate towards those who are less fortunate. Helping others will ultimately help you include others in your life. The Aquarius moon is known for its intuitive insights and making use of these insights is beneficial. This is... This is still a productive time, so trust your intuition to take this step forward. And lastly, Taurus moon, personally in the Pisces moon, your empathy will be turned up during this moon. Understanding the feelings of others will have an effect on your own emotions. Don't be surprised if you feel the urge to shed a tear or two. Romance is one of the things you appreciate most, and this moon provides the perfect opportunity the urge to pursue your romantic desires will be great and should be followed try not to get caught up in issues of security romantic interludes are not by nature emotionally secure this lack of security could cause unnecessary self-imposed isolations be wary of your real motivation when you feel yourself pulling away force yourself to experience your desires since you are empath empathically open to the world in this moon and your feelings of security are not at their peak you may feel defenseless and far too accessible. Your feelings may be easily hurt. Your imagination is also running to, uh, at full speed right now. So what you perceive may not necessarily be the truth. Take it easy on yourself. So that is it, you guys. That is it for the opening of the Taurus moon season. Season. I was about to say seasoning. <laughs> season. Um, wow. Food must be on my brain. Anyways, um, but yeah, this is like five days later from when I initially started the beginning of this episode. And so I just want to say to you guys, oh, did, 
oh, the mail must have just, okay, I'll just have to go back. Anyways, um, yeah, so it's just like, how can I say this? I, um, I want to tell you guys I found a sex book. So I might, and of course it's going to start on Leo season because that's when Leo season kind of starts over. And we'll be moving, oh my gosh, we'll be moving to Mercury signs. Isn't that nuts? Oh my gosh, yeah. So Cancer season will be the last season for the moon signs. Um, we'll be moving into the Mercury signs and so forth. So that one probably, again, may not be that long. I try to spread it out, but like, again, like, I'm... I'm trying to find a direction for this because once that like there's only so much like I said I can keep talking about the signs and everything else now it's kind of time to like integrate it into a lifestyle and that's where I'm headed into you know with this podcast is how to really make astrology work for your life meaning your love life your sex life your work life health wellness definitely more so on the health and wellness side really using your natal chart and the transits and everything around us to really live optimally optimally so get ready for those I'm so excited but of course I want us to kind of learn the basics so we can really understand you know what we're doing and what we need to do I'll start to create some things I'm I'm probably going to start um I'm going to probably create a um group on Facebook if anyone's interested and you know like just really you can talk about anything ask questions and stuff like that I really want to connect with you guys I really do um as mentioned some of you do reach out on Etsy and I highly appreciate it um you can reach out to me at any time um as well as asking about any crystals and stuff like that I don't mind answering those at all it actually makes me feel really good and if you guys also don't mind, please like uh, rate and review this um, podcast and be honest, but also be kind. You know, I'm not saying you have to have, oh, 100%. Be honest to how you feel about it, because that is the only way I'm going to approve. But just don't be an asshole about it. There's a difference between, oh, this is nice, but I don't like this. And I would like to see this, like make some requests and that I can do, you know, and I, w I would like that. Just don't come up there like, oh, she's a bitch, she's ugly, or something like that. Like, that's just not productive. It, it's just being an asshole, pretty much. So if you guys could do that, that would be great. Helps the show get seen. As well as, again, I have 5% off on everything in my store right now. I have some very high-quality crystals. I mean, again, th that Lattice Sunstone. I have bought one for myself, but it's not nearly as high-quality as the one that I posted. Like, I literally wanted to keep that one for myself. But um, I bought one for myself and it's crazy. The second I touched it, I connected with it in instantly. So this stone is way more powerful than a regular sunstone, you guys. It's all about huge healing to like the cellular level as well as it's it heals the golden ray, like which is a high point of our chakras. That means you are connecting with divine, you know, the divine pretty much like Christ consciousness, those who are really interested in quantum leaping. That's something I'm learning about. I'm not too familiar with it. So I'm not going to like make an episode until I can understand what it's about. But from what I've read, it's definitely something I want to do. Because that's how you really manifest and bring everything to the, you know, the world now. 
And so that this this particular lattice sunstone does all of that. It's and I'm on a healing journey. That was my main reason for it. And it's highly man like it's great for manifestation because it has different kinds of uh, pieces of crystals in it. Like I know it has um, hematite, I think it is, and some other ones in it. But it's beautiful, you guys. And the one I have up there is, I mean. Oh my God, like the picture doesn't really do it justice. Like when you have it in person, you see all the rainbow lattice like marks in it. It looks like almost like it could be like a party in there. It's so beautiful. So highly recommend um, more is to come on that as well as some other things. So I'll talk to you guys later about um, other stuff because I don't want to prolong this uh, any much more. I think it's already going to be kind of long because of how I had to keep like kind of stopping and all that stuff. So um i love you guys so so much thank you for all your support this like i said you guys are the one blowing this podcast up it's literally headed into 30k so i never even thought i'd get past 10 to be honest so thank you guys so much and thank you for sharing this because truly you guys are sharing the sharing this through text and all kinds of things which is amazing um spotify tells me this so i i I love it so you guys have a wonderful wonderful weekend and wow we're gonna be in may starting monday so today is the 29th um i started this on the 24th so um yeah uh definitely you know look at how you spent april and what you achieved in april because i know i have a lot of good things to talk about and i hope you guys do too so i love you guys so much take care be safe and always heal always take care of yourself love yourself and love others because love is truly the highest expression that we can show to ourselves or anyone so love you guys so much bye